0: go down we we arrive on the planet and just such a far out such an overwhelming welcome of soul family I don't know that's the only way I can describe it like and these beautiful incredible beings came up to meet me and be with me and celebrate this this almost return and and in that you start to morph from a human figure into their figure them you start to (laughs) change your whole uh physicality
1: what did they look like marcus welcome to galactic guidance the show that channels the wisdom of beings from higher realms Join us as we tap into the cosmic consciousness and receive messages of clear guidance to help us navigate our spiritual evolution on planet Earth. So sit back, relax, and let's connect into the higher frequency. Hello everybody, welcome to a very exciting episode of Galactic Guidance. We are going to be talking about what life is like on another planet.
0: Ooh, let's do that. That could be it's fun. A,
1: it's a planet that <laughs> that Marcus Bird is actually from. Mm. So welcome, Marcus. Hey, and,
0: thank you, Eleni. <laughs> it's great to be here.
1: I'm excited about this conversation because it started sure. last episode. It did. Where you started to talk about, you know, this really interesting topic at the end of the episode. And I just want to yes, do it justice. We did. We did. So yeah. let's yeah. start yeah. with your experience, Marcus. So how about like, we start with yeah. your experience in terms let's of the first time you visited your planet? Like the very, yeah. very first time. If you can take yeah, us yeah. back there, how that happened and what happened. So if okay. you can just take us through that sure. story.
0: We are going detailed. This is great. So so um so originally when I started channeling and uh channeling you know the beings that I've channeled, Ameed obviously being the primary person. Um <clears throat> she wasn't the original one that came in though. This is kind of the interesting thing that I don't often share. Ameed came um, a year or so down the track of me starting to channel. There was an original the being that came through first and then our mead sort of followed on from that and was really a mead that took me to the home planet so the original energy or off well-being that I channeled was from near the Lyra system in the Vega star system originally and Vega is a part of the Lyra system uh, a little bit like in our sector of the universe the Palladies and Orion and a number of other you know systems are part of our sort of system anyway the uh, vega (laughs) vegans the vega system is part of the lyra system and then our came in and took me to my home planet and so it was probably in the discussion around how everything was created so we were having these discussions about how the universe was created and what was it about and the stories that she gave me about that and it was at that point She started talking about original planets and from a soul aspect where we are originally from. And so every soul aspect or every soul that is brought into this universe, it comes from a various sort of home planet, let's call it that way. And so, and I think most of us, so many people that I've worked with now over the years have often said to me, you know, this doesn't feel like home. I feel like I'm a bit of an alien here. I just don't feel like, this is my natural environment, and that would be correct. And so, I then started a process of taking people to their planets after I was shared the experience. So, I was taken one one morning, one early morning, to my home planet to meet and see the environment from from sort of which I have originally come from. And and the experience was kind of interesting because it was a very much homecoming experience not only from being in the environment where it felt like, I don't know, it just feels like I'm almost getting emotional just thinking about it. I mean, how bizarre, like, because it feels like home. Like it really feels like home and you're like, oh, thank God. And and I think when the time comes to cross back over, that's where I'll go, right? I'll go back to that place and just reunite with everybody who's there um and so
1: a lot of of people who have near-death experiences yeah totally and they get taken back to their planet they you know how you just got emotional just there they get about being very emotional because it's like I'm home and I don't want to yeah. come back. I know. And also, uh, Dolores Cannon, she's done so yes. many interviews on, yes. um, and she's regressed people back. And when they go to their home planet, they don't want to leave it. They don't want no. to come back. No. But before before you get into the details, so do yeah. you have a name for this planet? What is it? Not a
0: name I can really pronounce. Um, <laughs> it's not. Uh, it's not sort of it's not in a word that i can pronounce and i have been since our last uh, session i've been thinking about it, trying to say what's the english version of this and it's really it's it's sort of almost this unnameable sort of thing right because the name is not in our language and it's not in yeah it's really hard it's more like a vibration yeah like, it's, is it, it is more
1: like a vibration I don't even know how to yeah, put my okay.
0: mouth around it to make it do you know what I mean make it real um I don't know that's okay I just that's can't okay. name it I it's just a feeling it's a vibration it's a resonance and the way they name things is not obviously in English and it's very hard to speak in their dialect because it's we that's don't have the okay. form to sort of do it unfortunately so i i can tell you it's in a binary star system right so it's in a system with multiple right. stars that's the first thing we have to understand and the interesting thing about living in a multiple star system is that you get multi-dimensional knowledge brought to you so when you're in a single star system like we are here on planet earth or at least a single star system that's singly active because there are Some rumours now sort of playing out that we are in a binary star system, but the star that's the binary is dead star and it's rotate anyway. Um, But in a single star system, you're receiving information in on one sort of dimensional level. And the best way to explain that is if you were to cover one eye and try and see depth, feel depth, it's very hard to know exactly where the computer is in front of you. It's like, I think it's there. When you've got two eyes, you go, oh, there it is. When you've only got one eye, it's like, oh, am I there? Am I there? Oh, there I am. And that's what it's like living on a a single star system versus a binary or multiple star system Mm. because we get our information, a lot of it, from the sun, from light. So the deeper knowledge and wisdom comes through the light, right? Because the sun holds the deeper universal wisdom, and part of its part of its shining is to share information, right? Just at okay. a basic level. So in a multiple star system, you're getting you're getting a multi-dimensional view on the reality of what's going on.
1: It's expansive. So Marcus, Probably. tell us how you actually got there. How did you? <laughs> so let's let's take it step by sure,
0: step. Sure, sure, sure. So
1: how did? I want to almost you describe the experience as if it's happening again so that people can really feel into it. So how did you
0: get there? Yeah. so as you know i spend a lot of time meditating in a pyramid <laughs> and this is how it all started they gave me a pyramid to meditate in and i've been meditating in the pyramid now for you know 30 years or so but at the time i was meditating in my pyramid and what happens is our um, comes into the pyramid we sit opposite each other and we have a conversation and this this time uh she came in with the invitation to come to the planet and so it's almost like how i would describe it it's almost like having a meditation within a meditation (laughs) so in the meditation we go into a deeper state which is a meditation inside a meditation and then there's a like a portal or gateway or sort of like a wormhole sort of thing into the next planetary dimension and back to the home planet so So we're sitting there we're chatting she's giving me some information about what's about to happen and how to handle the experience i suppose from an earthly point of view and you've got to remember at the time i wasn't fully into this i wasn't fully you know i was still having these almost yeah what i would thought of as hallucinations or delusions or whatever so i'm still at a very early stage with this and so so she was prepping me for the journey and um And then she started to lead me deeper into myself, into the darkness, into the blackness, and then into this sort of portal or gateway. And there was a bit of ritual and sacredness around it. So there was a bit of ceremony around it. She sort of prepared my body for the journey um, and my soul and consciousness and whatever else you want to think about. And then we started to travel down this portal, wormhole, gateway, journey thing. um and as we were moving through that all sorts of things were happening it wasn't just visual sort of seeing sort of space and time rushing behind me but it was also almost like a recalibration of the consciousness that was happening at the same time and then uh as we came to the end of this we sort of popped out above the planet As if we were like on planet earth in space right like on the space station so so we sort of popped out above the planet and we hovered there for some time again as a bit of a preparation and as a sacredness to prepare me for what i was about to experience because it is quite overwhelming when you go there i'm just tearing up again like so bizarre (laughs) i don't talk about this very often so it's kind of interesting that that's the emotion i'm having because there's just this overwhelming love and joy and happiness and probably more important, a level of relaxedness that I don't have on planet Earth. Do you know what I mean? Like there's this buzz on planet Earth and we're trying to, I don't know, we're, we're trying to almost fit in. And that reflects in our day-to-day life where we're trying to fit in with friends and family and work and community and there's this constant trying to fit in, Right. Whereas when I went there, just even being above the planet, there was this, this re- relaxation when they, that washed over me that I'd never experienced before, of I don't have to be anyone. I can just be me, like fully, you know? And we're all striving to do that here on planet Earth, right? It's one of the reasons we sort of come here, we drop our consciousness, we try desperately to come back to that space. But it's kind of interesting because it's hard to come You know, there's often there's lots of memes and chats about, oh, be the fullest you can be and step into your potential and just be you, right? But until you've been to your home planet, I don't think you know who that is. I really don't. I think you have a concept of it, right? That I can be more and make more and have more and blah blah blah, right? (laughs) But I don't know whether you really get a concept of it till you've stood outside your home planet and prepared to land, arrive.
1: Yeah, I I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. It's kind of weird. Yeah, It almost feels like um, as we grow and as we expand from a spiritual perspective, we work out who we're not as opposed to who we are. Yeah, totally. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. That's who
1: we work out. So I went to a party on the weekend that was – Really old style kind of reception centre party, and I said to Christian, "I just don't feel like I belong there anymore. Like, yeah, that used to be the kind of environment where I used to have so much fun, (laughs) and it's just like I hear, you know. And then sometimes you catch up with old set of friends, and you're like, and I was like, I don't think I belong there anymore. And
0: then you wonder where you do belong. Like, where Where do do I belong? belong? That's right.
1: Where do I belong?
0: And once you go here, you start to to realise, correct." yeah yeah, then you have an understanding of why you're here right and you're not here to belong you're here to shift and change and expand and move consciousness but you're not here to belong this is this is uh it's a bit like uh you know we're in australia obviously it's a bit like we go to england for example on a holiday but a long holiday so we go there for six months right and when we're there there we try to fit in and we try to do what we need to do and see all the sights but we never feel sort of at home and that flight home is like seeing your planet you know the closer you get to Australia and I always used to love getting on a Qantas plane
1: because I'd hear Australian
0: accents again and it'd be like oh my god oh my god you know that feeling of oh my god it's home and then as you come into land you're looking out the window you go ah, oh, this feels like home even though And that's sort of the feeling you get, but obviously way, way more profound, right? Because once you get back into Australia again, you're like, oh, well, I'm just back into fitting in again.
1: (laughs) Exactly. Right? So tell us, Marcus, let's go back. Let's go back Uh to you arriving at this planet and tell us what happened. What did you see? What did you feel? What did you hear? You said what you felt, but what did you hear? What did you see?
0: So... uh, So we journeyed down to the planet through the atmosphere and it was a slowish journey down onto the planet. And then it was this... uh, God, I'm going to get emotional again. This is so weird. Like, so weird what's happening because it's beyond my thinking right now. Like, it's actually beyond... It's so bizarre. God. Anyway, so we go down, we we arrive on the planet and it just... (laughs) Such a far out! Such an overwhelming welcome of soul family. I don't know. That's the only way I can describe it. Like, and these beautiful, incredible beings came up to meet me and be with me and celebrate this this almost return. And and in that, you start to morph from a human figure into their figure, them. You start to change your whole uh, physicality.
1: What did they look like, Marcus?
0: Um, they are these just... I don't even know how to describe it. There's these beautiful, tall, thin, soft beings. Like, uh, if you can imagine... I don't know. This is not going to do it any justice. But you imagine... Imagine, being, uh, imagine a being made out of uh, Play-Doh or something. <laughs> I know that sounds weird. But it's just this, I don't know, There's because the beings on this planet are silicon-based beings, not carbon-based beings. So they're really soft. There's nothing hard. There's nothing hard on the planet. But we have lots of hard lines here on the planet. That's one thing that really i don't know i don't know whether it surprised me but i was really nice is that everything's round sort of round like nothing there's no hard lines everything's soft and gentle and round and (laughs) i don't know i'm not doing it any justice right anyway so when we got there just all these beautiful beings came up to say hello and celebrate and yeah it was really overwhelming you know it's like a whole lot of beings rushed towards you just to be with you and then after that initial, um, I suppose, welcome, I was then taken into a pyramid there. Uh, and we just, there was just some initiation sort of stuff that played out in that pyramid, which was sort of like an acclimation, like acclimatizing me to this. Because I know at the time my senses were really overwhelmed. So I could only see a certain amount of things. So when you go to your home planet often the experience is that you don't see everything not the first time because your body and your consciousness because you're still taking a bit of the earth consciousness and you haven't really met the consciousness you had there Um, and so your earth consciousness is desperately trying to grapple with everything you're seeing because none of it really makes sense because it often looks different to what is here right so even as i say to you everything's soft and round and there's no hard edges you know you're bringing up a vision of round buildings and round trees and round things and and it's not even <laughs> like that really <laughs> mm-hmm. so that's the, that's the interesting thing when i first arrived is the acclimation and taken into the pyramid to learn things and to reacclimatize to some degree and then there's been many many other trips since to continue that sort of acclimation and and re- remember who you really are. I think that's, and that's just taken a number of different trips to do that. Um, the other th- highlight I suppose that I took from it is that it's, the planet has very much a red hue to it. It's, it's got this reddish tinge to it and things like the water and yeah, I think I said last time, like if our planet's green and, green and blue, their planet or that, my home planet is a reddish orangey sort of planet. Mm. Now, so your of,
1: family here marcus yeah, your family yes. here your my earth family, family. Yeah, yeah yeah your earth family yeah do they come from the same planet or do
0: they come no, from no 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 they're different they, they come from different planet not always you know, sometimes your family come from the same planet but it's not often that that's the case people you meet along the journey for sure sometimes come from your home planet without a doubt. Mm-hmm. And the way I've learnt that or known that, not just from a feeling but then taking them into this and seeing where they go. So when I take someone to their home planet, I have no, I have no influence on how that plays out or where you actually go, right? We're just drawn and our need helps and, you know, other beings help that to appear. Um, but when I've taken some people, they've gone to the same planet. And I've gone, okay, okay they're, they're from, yeah, our planet.
1: And did you feel a special affinity to those people?
0: Yeah, you do. There's definitely, you know, often you'll meet people as you go around the world, you know, in your travels and you go, oh, I'm sure, you know, there's some crazy connection we have. And it's not necessarily a romantic connection or any of that. It's just that very familiar, God, I'm sure we've met each other before. Like, I'm sure maybe it was a past life. And often we joke about it, right? We say, oh, maybe in a past life we knew each other or but sometimes it's really profound and deep and we go, right, that's definitely, you know. And sometimes that plays out in twin flame relationships. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes it plays out in soulmates. Sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But there's a, so definitely how often a familiar. Do
1: you go? How often do you go to uh,
0: this planet? Oh, I don't know. The last time might have been a month ago. Don't go. Okay. Uh, don't go as often as I probably could, mainly because, one of one of the things you just have to be careful of is not get lost because you're here to do a job, right so, yeah. so it's a bit like I've come from the home planet to do a job right like this is my day job from the home planet it just happens to last sixty eighty a hundred years from of me that's the day job and then you go home um and so and so you're just careful not to spend too, too much, much time, time there because it yeah because. I don't know it'd be a bit like being a fifo worker for a six months away from your family and be constantly (laughs) you know being teased about going back and then it's like oh so 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 i go back and you know from time to time and i go there sometimes to learn often when i'm downloading lots of information i'll be taken back there often when there's learning to be done and you know stuff they need to share with me i'll go back and then I'll spend a lot of my time in the pyramid learning centres there, the the big sort of, I don't know.
1: Do you socialise there? Apart from learning, do you socialise?
0: Do you socialise? Sort of, sort of. There, there's, yeah, they're, they're socialise. It's kind of a funny thing to say because it's sort of like that and sort of not like that. You know, the communication process is not talking. There's not a talking that happens. There's just this sharing of resonant frequency that that sends the information to each other um i spent time yeah in the community and and observed and watched and asked questions about you know how do you live and what do you eat or consume or how does that how do you sustain life and sort of played with those concepts from a bit of an earthly point of view but most of the time when i go there it's about learning and awakening and expanding the consciousness so i can do more of the work i have to do here or ne- uh, i want to do here so that's more of the journey
1: yeah so it's more about okay let's let's learn what we can to do the yeah. job that we're here to do correct because correct. that's what you want to do that's why you without here. getting
0: distracted but too much right without getting By, distracted
1: but just from a, yeah. just from an interest you know like a just just a curiosity perspective <laughs> what course. what's something that you learned from them Um, in terms of the way that they lived which which you found fascinating
0: I think the most exciting fascinating thing is just how they uh, materialize everything they need so so there's no galactic shopping center I'm sorry to tell some people (laughs) there's no big shopping center that they go to and you know purchase and buy stuff they they just materialize things out of what we would consider thin air, right? It seems magic, but it's not magic. And uh, they have access to the creation, the fullness of creation cycle, as in they can command whatever particles are needed to bring something together uh, and then just have it materialize just there. So there's no wanting. No one wants anything. There is no wanting. There's no needing. So, so this is another reason why it's so calming to be there and why this is such a bizarre place we live in is that there's no, no one wants anything. Mm. No one needs anything because the minute there's something that you want or need in an earthly construct, that's not even a concept they even associate with, then they just sort of like put their hand out and there it is.
1: There it is. That's... Do they have special relationships as in, You've got a special relationship (laughs) with your wife. I've got a special relationship with my partner. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Are there special relationships, or is everyone of the same kind? You love everybody, (laughs) kind of thing.
0: (laughs) The closest thing we'd ever have here is that whole saying of, um, you know, it takes a village to raise a child. That that is a that is the like that is sort of the philosophy there. Like it's not, there's not, it's very hard to see a separation of, oh, mum and a dad and there's a family unit and there's a family unit. There's no, it's just, there's none of that sort of stuff. Um. So it is very, it's very community orientated. It there's is community no- orientated and there are, uh, there are these sort of, uh, Ju- oh, again okay, i'm just trying to uh, these journeying groups that might uh connect together to create and do certain things, but it's fluid so there's not a you're married to that person and you're in a relationship with that person it's a it would be seen as a much more fluid thing based on what you're trying to create and a lot of their work is focused on expanding the universe and and caretaking the universe so to speak because a lot of these original planets which is where most of us are from are from are carried over of another dimensional universe right so so they're like the seeded planets that started here and then what happens with these seeded planets is that their role is to manage manage assist in the expansion of the universe so as planets come online as in ready to be seeded, they go out and sort of play that role and well them and others it's not just where i'm from but other planets as well go out and then help seed the galaxy to continue the consciousness expansion of the galaxy
1: wonderful so we're so a seeded is-
0: planet yeah
1: I'm going to ask you one final question
0: Please.
1: Um, before we just bring in I mean just to give us like final comments. Sure, so, sure. We're reversing
0: it today. I'm doing a lot of the yeah. talking. Ami's yeah. going to give us the final comments. I love it. Just <laughs> the final
1: comments. Yeah, that's okay. So, I've got one final question, which is, yeah. what was because you went there to learn? Yeah. If you can, if you can, I know this will be difficult because it'll be so much. But the one thing that was so profound that changed the way that you experience life here? What was the one thing that you brought here in the way that you experience life? The one learning that you got from that planet that really helped you and supported you to do what you needed to do here?
0: I think the one thing I keep trying to remember is none of this matters. (laughs) As in, we take it way too seriously. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like this is just a game we're playing here. It's just a game. It's a transient game we're playing, and it doesn't really matter. And the whole death experience then became different for me. So there's less worry or fear or, do you know what I mean? Like, there's none of that that played out. So there's a lot of more freedom, I think, a lot more freedom. Yeah. I still get when caught, you know caught in the earthly person, right? I still get caught like everyone. I still have fears and doubts and hesitations and, all of that stuff still plays out, which is kind of ironic anyway. But, <laughs> but yeah, I'm able to do, yeah, I don't know. That's probably the a big thing that came that there's I've less. Put, I've got that in my freedom. book I'm writing, oh, yeah, cool. that I'm
1: writing. Yeah, because that was one of the most profound learnings that I had too. Yeah, totally. That we take everything too seriously. Yeah, way. And um, when, way. We, when we take away the seriousness, the experience changes.
0: Yeah, it does. It yeah, does. Totally. So I think that, that, that was helpful. That was helpful. Um, yeah. That's, it was definitely that's my number experience. one that I've got in my book. I my like number
1: it. one mind-bending revelation is about delusion yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. what that means. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah
0: it's, it's kind of funny. And just how we get caught up in all the delusion and the illusion that's playing out here. And, yeah, so it's yeah, kind that's... of an interesting dance to watch, but also to be able to see it at a dimensional level. You know, I think understanding the multidimensional reality we exist in and and, um, start to be able to see dimensionally is really helpful to be able to see what's truly real and not real and what's going on and what's not going on. And, yeah, yeah.
1: Awesome. It's
0: good. All right.
1: Well, let's just bring in Ami just to give us some final comments about anything that we've discussed or whatever else she wants to bring in. Just some final comments. Yeah, we can do that. Let's bring her in.
0: Okay, let's do that. All right. Sounds good. She's been very vocal over the last couple of days too, by the way. Very, very busy. Busy, busy.
1: (laughs) I can't wait to hear what she has to say. I love talking to her. (sighs) Hmm.
0: much is in um, the joyness of the um, inter-dimensional um, experience of uh, being in this of the spaceness and one of the uh, aspects we wish you to be much of the awareness is uh, the sacredness of this and of the every momentness of just the... Um, what you be calling of the beauty of the sacredness of the every momentness this is one of the much of the importantness that we wish for you to be of the understanding one of the aspects that uh, what you consider of your um mm, the intelligence of the ancient ones that you keep on the, being in the referring to and you look back on and think to yourselves they must have been much more of the uh much more of the smartness and much more of the intelligence to be able to create such amazing of the constructs and we would be of the same to you that the difference between this of the momentness and that of the momentness is in the sacredness of the of the keepingness of the moments in time and of the space being able to connect into of the sacredness of the moments of the time and of the space and as you be thinking of and as you be of the communication with uh, what you consider being of the home planet one of the most important aspects to this is to be of the honouring of the sacredness of the journey. The sacredness of the journey back to the meeting of your homeness, but also the sacredness of you being in this space and in this moment in the timeness. This is part of the grandness of the mission that we are all collectively on as members of the universal of the family of the lightness. We are all here to be helping in the expansion of the universal construct. This has been an ongoing um, ongoing of the missions through many of the universal uh, existences through much of the multi-dimensional uh, universe of time and of the spaceness consciousness being uh, one of the most important aspects and if you were wishing to be of the amplification of this consciousness then mm, connecting into the sacredness of the journey to being connecting in of the sacredness of mm, each of the aspects of uh uh, of the uh, mission that you are being on the hereness and of the uh, grander universal construct, this is of the importance. Mm. Oh,
1: it is a sacred journey back home from um, everything that I have heard and everything that I have read, and certainly witnessing Marcus talk about it today. And um, yeah, I can't. Wait to have that experience myself. So, thank you very much, Amit. Is there anything else that you would like to to say here today before we close?
0: Mm, you will be much of the lovingness of the uh, journey back onto your home of the planetness. There is many wishing to be of the welcoming to have you be of the returning. And in this, on the moment in time and space where we are working towards the expansion of consciousness. To, uh, to assist in the expansion of the universe um, being of the connected to your homeness uh, can be of the helpfulness therefore you can be seeing that this is uh, the mission that you are being chosen to journey on and of the trueness, you can then be much more of the focusness on this journey and not be of the courting up in the all of the other aspects that are playing out to destabilize you in this reality. You must remember when you are going on the jobness, when you are traveling for of your, your uh, earthly of the workness, often this is, uh, you are working through and moving through many of the environments and many different of the peoples. And this is in itself a much of a destabilized uh, activity that you are journeying on. And this is exactly what is happening here. As you have journeyed on to this planetary construct you are seeing much of the destabilized nature mm, this is uh, much due to many of the um, the beings that are coming here onto uh, what we'd be calling of the seeded planet uh, desperately trying to be of the expansion nature and trying to remember mm, the mission that you have been of the choosing the reason that you have been of the coming when you are experiencing of the homeness you start to begin to realize the freedom of what that uh, what that existence is of the meaning you uh, be able to connect into that deeper aspect of who you are you be able to connect into much more of the feeling of the comfortableness being in this of the jobness that you are here on the purposeness that you are journeyed here because of your wishing not by of the accident not by um, of the disappointment but because you are being choosing to be in this space you will feel of the freedom you will feel of the joyness and we will be uh, happy to be of the meeting once again Many are waiting for a being of the meeting and uh, you will experience of the overwhelmingness of the joyness being in you know, of the earthly uh, experience. You will see yourself as a much, much uh, more of an expanded uh, universal being. Much of the welcoming to have you be of the returning. Much of the
1: joyness. Thank you, Amit. Thank you so much. Mm, Very much excited. of the joyness.
0: Ah, oh, I don't think we've ever done such a short channeling, have we?
1: <laughs> no, no. But yeah. So, um, lots to come. I've got a, a question for you, which is of course. that Amid talks about me going back to my totally. planet. Totally, um, is that definitely going to happen? Like, I know you said you will facilitate that. You and Amid will facilitate that for me, but totally. Like,
0: well, you know, we're catching up soon. Not,
1: Yeah, but I mean, even when we catch up, is that definitely going to happen? Or is there some sort of. Possibly. Or is it possible for me not to get there, is what I'm saying?
0: Possibly. Everyone's different that I've taken on this journey. Some get there straight away, some take a number of sessions to get there. You know, you've done a lot of preparation already, so I don't think it would take a long time for you. But if it was someone who hadn't been through the preparation, either through a life changing illness or in you know, other cases, plant medicine, sacred ceremonies, blah, 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 then it can take a lot longer because there's a preparation of consciousness to be able to go there because it is overwhelming, right? My preparation was chronic fatigue and being incredibly ill and having all those dimensional experiences. Your preparation's probably been what you've been through. And so I wouldn't think it'll take too much, but you never know until you go, right? You never know until you get there that it may be too overwhelming for the consciousness and then it's little steps to get into the space. I don't think okay, that'll happen because... for you, but just for everyone else who's listening who might think, oh, it happens in one session and I go there and not always. If you haven't done the work, if you haven't expanded enough, then it can be really overwhelming to go there and it can blow circuits. And, and people who try to quicken Uh, without being prepared to quicken, right, can have all sorts of negative psychological issues if you're not careful. Mm -hmm. So So is is
1: there anything I can do to prepare?
0: I just think you've already prepared, you know, and it's about expanding your consciousness. So it's about opening up to whatever the potentiality of what you're going to see and allowing yourself to be okay with that. And there's two protection mechanisms here that they set in place. One is if you're not ready, you won't go there anyway, right? Because I can't force you to go there. I can only guide you and, right? So mm-hmm. if the consciousness isn't ready, you you won't really go, go far, right? That's the first protection. The second protection is when you get there, you'll see what you see. And every time you go, you'll see more because your, your brain expands further, right? To be able to... because the thing that shuts it down is you go thinking to see a house or a building or a tree or a rock or something you're familiar with here and all of a sudden you start seeing you know it's like having a um well you know when you do psychedelics for example or do plant medicine and you, you see weird strange colors and things right and the plant medicine sort of forces that on you it takes mm. control and forces that on you this way we do it is obviously gentle as in you open up to see what you see when you see it but everything's like that psychedelic thing because everything's different than you imagine here nothing's the same so so you've just got to keep opening the consciousness to be prepared for that and it's just like plant medicine you do sacred ceremony there's a sacredness about it there's a preparation about it it's not just something you go okay let's just go tomorrow and yay there's a little bit of stuff that happens on the journey and if you've already done enough work, then the journey keeps going and you get there. If you haven't done enough work, the journey stops at the point and then you do the next sacred ceremony thing and you go a bit further and you go a bit further and eventually you land. Yeah. So some people some people don't sort of take off from earth until they're ready. Some people hover above the planet for a few sessions until they're ready. <laughs> so it's just different for different folk, but you've done a lot of work in this space. so. I wouldn't think that would be overly, you know, I you're not starting from scratch, let's put it that way.
1: Well, this will be very interesting to share on this it will episode. Be. So it will Marcus be really has, has visited his planet. You've visited your planet now for 30 multiple. years and oh, yeah, every time you go times. you learn something more you see something expands more you feel further. something more totally
0: yeah yeah without expands a doubt
1: expands further i have never been so i'm really excited um, next week mark yeah. is coming over to my place and we'll do and, some stuff um, see what happens i think the most important thing to realize
0: attention. and the, and and probably the thing to prep for is don't be surprised if when you first go there it doesn't feel amazing or crazy do you know what i mean like because you're only going to see what the expand the consciousness is ready to see so the feeling is the key thing to get like you'll go there and you'll have this overwhelming feeling forget what you actually imagine or see because that morphs and changes as you expand your consciousness it's really the feeling that you'll get that that happens pretty quick from day one but the things you see in the community and do they, you know, that practical stuff of do they live in houses and what do they eat and, you know, that stuff unfolds, right? That's You're not going to get that the first time you go because no. there will be, there's no construct in your head to get that. So that builds over time. So that's the only thing to be prepared for, that it might seem a bit mundane because so, sometimes when people go there first, they go, oh, I didn't see anything crazy or terribly amazing. And I go, no, you're not ready to. Next time you go, wow, that's, I didn't see that before. Next time, wow, that's there. Next time, oh, my God. And it gets more and more uh, kaleidoscope amazing as you go.
1: Mm-hmm. That's okay. That tends
0: to be what happens. Right?
1: Well, that's exciting. Yeah. So we'll, we'll take we'll, people on the journey with we us. We will. In terms we'll of, take
0: them on the journey.
1: Of what will happen or what will yeah. not happen. But, but what I we'll do see. know from the, the experiences that I have had in the past is that the more you're attached to, it has to be a certain way correct the more it won't the less be less you see way. correct so you just, just got to be open go.
0: you just got to be open to receive whatever you receive to see whatever you see etc etc and once you're connected and that's the key that i facilitate is the connection and then you just go there anytime you like do you know what i mean then you just take time to go there and and see what you see it's just the connection first that's the key and that's the hardest part and that's what i'll help yeah. facilitate. Exactly. Yay. thank you. Exactly. Thank you, everyone. Exactly. Thank you, you Marcus. It's, it's, hey. it's
1: there's a lot. So there's a lot. Uh, I think that you need to start writing volume one because there's a lot. <laughs> there's a ton.
0: Yeah, there's plenty of volumes, that's for sure. So yeah, it's underway. So it's all good. Excellent. Yeah. All right. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Eleni. See ya. And I'll see you next week. Ciao.
1: Thanks for tuning in to Galactic Guidance. We hope you loved it. And if you did, please subscribe to the podcast. And we would so love it if you also shared it with your friends. Until next time, remember to stay connected to your own inner guidance and trust the journey ahead.